0: Welcome to the MTM Vegas Podcast. I'm Sean Coomer, your host, joined as always by Mark Osterman. We have a great show for you. You can watch this show along with all the visuals that go with it at youtube.com forward slash miles to memories. Normally, we record two shows a week on YouTube and combine them into this podcast for your listening enjoyment. This week, due to our travel schedules, we only recorded one show. So this podcast will be a little bit shorter than normal. On this week's show, we're going to update you about Plaza's Carousel Bar. It is now open. We'll tell you what people are saying about it. Plus, MGM has made a very curious land purchase on the Strip. We have a POV of what the Formula One race track will look like. The historic Planet Hollywood restaurant at Forum Shops is now closed. And we update you on the A's reaching a deal with the Governor of Nevada for a stadium. It most likely will happen, but what exactly will it look like? All of that, plus crazy EDC prices coming up on this show. If you like our Vegas content, you can find everything we do, posts, podcasts, and videos at mtmvegas.com. Thanks so much for listening. Let's hit it. So Mark, EDC was back in town. That meant exposed rear ends everywhere. And high fees and uh, cost of food. Did you see that $96 pizza?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's just robbery. It really is. And we've talked about wanting to go there for a couple years now. And this really just, you know, I love pizza. So I'm not paying $100 for pizza. That's just, it's crazy. I'll just go watch people come back on the strip and get to see all the outfits. You don't get the music, but, uh, you know, you get to eat. It, it, affordable food on, on the Strip, I guess. Yeah, only
0: $40 pizza. But did you see they don't charge you extra <laughs> for the toppings? All the different varieties were the same price, so that was a good deal.
1: Yeah, you can get it spicy for 100 bucks, or you can get it plain for $100. bucks. It, it, I
0: mean, it's great. The Plaza's Carousel Bar is now open. I guess it doesn't officially open until... Uh, June 10th I think with the rest of the stuff but it has now soft opened and uh, it's under that uh, old driveway area with the sparkly lights and uh, some early reviews came in a lot of people love it it looks really nice they have like booth seating really cool uh, bar and then machines at the bar uh, which uh, there's a little controversy about those because I guess the sparkly lights cause a little interference
1: yeah, I'm I'm kind of curious that they wouldn't have figured out something to do cuz it just looks like it reflects and it's kind of a terrible gaming experience, which I don't play, you know, poker video poker very much or anything, so it's not a big deal to me, but anybody that wants to go there, that's something to consider for sure. I don't know that it would be, you know, you wouldn't think a, a strip front thing would have the best odds anyway, so it might not be a big thing other than throwing like 20 or 50 bucks in there or whatever and and just playing through it while you get your drinks, which it's good to see that they do comp drinks. I think they said somebody said It starts off comp and then you have to earn the light for the second drink. So similar to what you see at other properties.
0: Yeah, and they had originally announced no comp drinks there. So they backtracked on that. So kudos to them for that. Uh, They also have a secret menu that you can scan a QR code and uh, get the secret menu. So make sure to check that out. No, the secret's out. Yeah, I think that's how secret menus work, right? You create it and then you want everybody to know about it. uh, So they come there for that. Uh, The non-smoking casino, Jonathan Jossels shared a video that that's coming along. That'll open probably June 10th, along with everything else. It's not a huge space, as we didn't expect. This is, I believe, in the old beer garden space out there. But it'll be a nice place to avoid smoke, I suppose, uh, for people that want to do that. There's no bar in there, but I guess they'll have cocktail service from the carousel bar. So uh, you'll be able to get cocktail service, like just at a normal casino, free drinks, everything else. But it's good to see that uh, property getting that frontage, getting that love. And I think the carousel bar was a great idea, and I think they pulled it off. There's misters out there as well, so it'll be nice in the hot summer. Or as nice as it can be, I suppose.
1: Yeah, I thought I thought you always yell at me when I go outside in the summer. So even when you have misters, you say, "No, you don't go out until it's dark." I do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> or at Resorts World, you're like, "What are you doing outside right now? Sitting out here by the bar? Let's go inside." That's just because you made me come outside with you because it was so <laughs> darn hot.
0: Yeah, I was okay with you being out there, but me having to come out there, yeah, that was (laughs) locals don't don't do that uh, midday summer sun. So MGM is purchasing a very small strip of land that they currently rent, and they've rented for some uh, period of time. It's that land sitting basically between Bellagio and Cosmo, and again, they've rented this land. There's not much there other than storage. And uh, could this be that they're going to extend the bridge, like from Bellagio into Cosmo, try to connect it so you don't have to go to the street and cross? It. i can't think of any other reason that they would buy the land now 54 million dollars i believe it's quite a bit of money and it doesn't seem like they can really build anything there with as skinny as this piece of uh, property is
1: well why did somebody own it in the first place like it's just so weird that they're like "Nah, i'm not going to give this a little bit up maybe they were holding out until they got this high price tag and you know initial offers were much lower or like half or something like that would be my guess but it, they definitely need to connect the two so hopefully that's what this is leading to otherwise it's kind of useless i don't even know why they were running it maybe just so nobody would put something there that they would find annoying uh, it, it's the only thing that really makes sense yeah it was
0: shared by uh, five hundy on twitter and he has a podcast he says he's Going to talk about all about the history of that on his next podcast. So, check that out. I will be, uh, I don't think it's come out yet, but uh, he will uh, talk all about it. There's some interesting replies to his tweet as well, uh, with some jokes about the size and shape of the land. So, check that out. Uh, uh, but yeah, it's another little. Innuendo. <laughs> exactly. So, the F1 2023 video game came out, and now we have a render basically of what the race course will look like. Now, we kind of knew what it's going to look like, but basically you can now be the driver, go along the course, see all the sites. They did a really good job of accurately recreating the Las Vegas landscape. I think they changed the names of the casinos, obviously for licensing reasons, but uh, you get to see everything correctly. And I get a feeling, Mark, that you don't like it. You don't think that this is cool.
1: Well, I mean, it, it's it's a perspective that nobody else is going to have besides the drivers, but I don't think it like shows off Vegas really well from that perspective. It's a lot of you know all the the stands blocking everything so you're not seeing fountains you're not seeing a lot of the hotel i mean you you do see the world's most expensive movie theater up close and personal which is pretty cool and it does look it does look cool in the game uh but the rest of it it's like just buildings and blocked it could be anywhere you know you get a little bit of the tops of the buildings with the lights and everything but and and i know that the zoom out uh the drone level view of the race on tv will look really cool but i feel like anybody that's there or or watching it is just not really going to get any of that atmosphere unless you have like a a rooftop area that you're looking down on everything.
0: And I guess the, you know, the anticlimactic part of this is you can drive all these roads right now. So it's not like you're getting a a perspective that you couldn't get just driving. And, you know, speaking of that, the construction still is going on all over the strip as far as getting the road ready. And people are getting upset. It's it's really been ugly. You know, I was there a few weeks ago, and it, half the strip was closed down around the Harrah's area. And it just keeps moving along. But it's causing so many headaches. We need tunnels. As said, yeah. As we've said before, though, it's only gonna be this year apparently and then in future years they only have to do very short amount of construction because they're putting a base layer down there but uh, yeah this is a huge investment that the community I feel is making for this race sacrificing on traffic on all kinds of headaches, and I think it'll be a success. Like you said, the TV presentation of it will make it look spectacular, and even though there might not be the greatest sight lines with all the stands and everything, I'm sure the cameras on TV will make it look wonderful.
1: We'll see. I, I mean, I think it will look great, though. At night, from TV, the movie theater will look amazing. You know, you'll know, you still see the fountains from up high, uh, so I think it will go off really well on TV. And I bet the
0: airports will be busy with private jets. So we talked a few shows or a earlier this year about how Strat... They sort of lied about the fact that they were gonna implement paid parking and then, you know, the gates went up. We all knew it was like the worst kept secret and then eventually they did it. And we no, said it was sort of
1: short. That would be the cocktail menu at the carousel bar. That's the
0: Okay. That's the
1: secret. Okay. <laughs> That's the worst kept so- secret. The secret menu at the cocktail bar. All right, the
0: second worst-kept secret in Vegas. Uh, And then, you know, we talked about when they implemented it, how this was a little short-sighted. They get a lot of local traffic and, you know, how this was going to hurt them in that way. And it seems like maybe that's the case. Vital Vegas was reporting, said it was confirmed but not yet announced that they are going to give free parking to locals. I think this is a good move. Um, You know, I was recently down there and just didn't go down there to film because I didn't want to pay for parking and I didn't have time to go park somewhere else and walk over there and i think a lot of people who want to just try the restaurants you know go up to the tower uh, they they need to draw those people in and you know just like everything else in vegas stick it to the tourists and give the locals a break ouch
1: no (laughs) i mean the question is how bad will the system be because you know we talked about how complicated it was to get into the parking structure there so i love that they're giving locals free they should have done it from the the beginning but at least the pressure from everybody uh, change their mind there. But what is that system gonna be like for the locals to get in there? Is it still gonna be so aggravating that they don't even wanna mess with it, even if it is free, you know? Or do you have a thing that you just quickly swipe and the gate opens for you? Uh, be interesting to see how they implement it. But then you really need to knock that out of the park. Otherwise, it could be a big problem, e- even if it is free.
0: Yeah, hopefully they implement a system like they have at Caesars or MGM where you just stick your license in. Um, but we know they're using that weird QR code system, so we'll, we'll see how they implement it. But it's good to see them backtracking a little bit on this and- and you know, just realizing that they need that local audience. Over at the Forum Shops, Planet Hollywood Restaurant is closed, and this has been there for 29 years. Now, I think it moved in 2012 to its current location, which was a little bit closer to the strip, but more removed from like the main part of the mall and the part of the casino, and they kind of cited that in saying that that's one of the reasons that they're closing, they just don't have a great enough location, but 29 years that restaurant has been at that property, and it was just always a, uh, I don't know, like a visual icon, I think it was their second planet hollywood location after the one in new york if i'm correct a piece of history dying for sure
1: yeah i've been in there once i can't remember if it was in the old location or the new one i feel like i had to go upstairs and it was in a back corner kind of tucked away somewhere the uh, bartender gave us a whole bunch of free drinks when she messed up making drinks for people so i i had a great experience there but you know i always thought it was kind of funny that you had a planet hollywood the casino and they didn't have the restaurant there so I would have loved to see it move in there. I think that would have been kind of cool. And I know the restaurant was way before the casino, but it just always seemed kind of funny to me that they're in different places. Uh, you know, like back in the day, Hard Rock was right there with the uh, the casino. So, But I kind of feel like that's kind of where we're at with these type of themed restaurants that were big in the like the 80s and 90s you know hard rock planet hollywood stuff like that where they had like a kitschy feel to it just aren't popular anymore people don't care like they want a higher end experience they don't care about movie memorabilia from 1992 anymore You know, you can look at it online, I guess. I don't know. It's just funny to see. The same owner of the Planet Hollywood restaurant at Forum Shops owns the Cafe Hollywood at Planet
0: Hollywood, and it does have, like, some memorabilia there. I wonder if maybe we could see that turn into a Planet Hollywood restaurant. Wouldn't that make sense to have that at the Planet Hollywood Resort? Again, it's the same owner, but, you know, who knows if that will happen. I don't think Planet Hollywood's brightest days are ahead of it uh, as a brand. Like you said, the whole themed entertainment restaurant thing Doesn't seem as vibrant as it was like in the 90s and 2000s. All right, so Celine is coming back in 2024, or at least that's the rumor. Now, Johnny Katz, who is the entertainment reporter for the Review Journal, and uh, I won't try to pronounce his last name because I'll say it wrong, but he knows this stuff. He really is a good guy to follow on Twitter, and he's all around town. Says that the word is she'll be back in 2024 at Resorts World, and that, that hopefully means her health is doing better. And we finally will see that residency that she was supposed to launch along with, you know, the other ones that did that in the opening year. It's been, what, almost a couple years since she had to postpone that, so good to hear something, and hopefully Celine will be back on the Strip before long.
1: Yeah, and it just, you know, we knew about this, but it's still kind of curious, interesting to see how well Resorts World's done with these big names and and getting them in and that's kind of been like their their feather in the cap of hey we have the best live performances we have the biggest names at our theater you know where caesars and mgm used to have those uh, somewhat and now it's just resorts world like that's the go-to for a marquee type show of that caliber of singing all that stuff I hope she comes back. That'd be great. That's like the mainstay of Vegas. Wayne Newton
0: and Celine, right? There you go. I mean, she really was the OG of the residency, right? Bringing that to the Coliseum. That was the first, at least I can that I can remember, big residency that was marketed in that way. It was a true residency. Went on for years and years and years and years. And uh, she's definitely a big draw and uh, well loved in the community. And hopefully, uh, and I think she lives in Las Vegas as well. So I, I'm glad to see that. Uh, apparently, she's going to be back. So we'll keep an eye on that. And now we have to move on to the A's talk about the A's once again no I said on the last show we talked about this that I thought the deal was going to get done with state legislators because that's just the way Las Vegas because money works yeah thanks yeah <laughs> It seemed the writing was on the wall, and uh, of course, that's what happened. The, The governor came out, and he released this statement. This agreement follows months of negotiations between the state, the county, and the A's, and I believe it gives us a tremendous opportunity to continue building on the professional sports infrastructure of Southern Nevada. Las Vegas is clearly a sports town, and Major League Baseball should be part of it. As part of this announcement, they sort of touted that this is the largest private investment an MLB history, mainly because this stadium is going to be so expensive that the owner of the A's is putting in over a billion dollars of his own money. They also said the private-public split was, you know, the best among many recent ballparks. So they were really spinning the information here, but the state's gonna put in some money. The county is gonna put in some money. Uh, they're gonna get a property tax exemption, and this is gonna get them up to about $380 million altogether when you add in all of that stuff, the bonds, the stadium district, and, and the property tax exemption. So they're not getting everything they wanted, but they're getting a lot of
1: it. Yeah, they're getting most of the way there, and it I still blows my mind that it's this expensive. I mean, I know, that, well, the land isn't really a, a part of that, that price tag, right? Wasn't that gifted? To- them it's this expensive and it's one of the smaller stadiums in mlb so i just don't know what are you adding in there are the chairs going to massage you i don't i don't know where the money's going but hey you know they got the deal done i didn't think they'd do it i thought that this would get bumped until later in the year so they definitely dropped off some big bags of money i'm just a rumor that uh but <laughs> i don't Allegedly.
0: know uh, allegedly there we go covering our butts so the interesting thing in their spin was they kind of went over some of the more recent MLB stadiums so the Texas Rangers stadium cost 1.2 billion dollars and got 700 million in uh, public financing uh Atlanta oh, Braves stadium yeah <laughs> Atlanta Braves which we talked about uh, before it cost 672 million and they got 300 million in public financing Miami's stadium uh 634 million dollar price tag 80 percent or 507 million was paid for with public money the minnesota twins only paid 345 million for their stadium in 2010 230 million of that was public money and uh, the yankees I, the yankee stadium costs 2.3 billion dollars to build like it's horrible did, too Why yeah it, it's <laughs> like it, why is it so much more expensive but 1.2 billion 1.2 billion huge. was paid for with public funds so i guess uh, if you look at it that way it's one thing, but also, you know, Las Vegas has a lot to offer. None of those were teams relocating to a new city. They were uh, existing cities, existing fan bases. This is the worst team in Major League Baseball as far as record and what they spend on their players. So, uh, you know, at this point, I'm going to change in attendance. My- yeah so at this point i'm going to change my tune to just being hopeful that this will be a success in las vegas uh, instead of being bitter about the money Uh, we always knew there was going to be some public financing we fought back i mean he wanted 500 million to start and you know some of those bonds will get paid back so it isn't quite uh everything you know that he originally wanted so you know i guess a little victory but in the end you know it's going to happen
1: yeah, what do they what do they say? If nobody's happy, it was a good deal. And I feel like that's kind of where it's at. Like, you know, everybody kind of gave, met in the middle. So overall, I don't think it's the worst, you know, investment. Uh, they're not getting taken like some other teams. But the, just the cost of the stadium still blows my mind. You know, compared to some of the other smaller markets, which Vegas will be a smaller market, the stadium will be smaller seats-wise. Uh, it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. You know, but when you spend $2 billion building the sphere... when we're done. That's my guess. Um, You know, that's just the way Vegas rolls. So hopefully it looks beautiful. It's a cool place to go see concerts because you know, the baseball prize suck.
0: (laughs) There you go. It's going to be another good concert (laughs) venue. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. But we're losing Tropicana and this is going to happen maybe now that they've made this tentative deal. And, you know, lawmakers were very specific in saying that now that they've agreed to the details of this, they're going to go through this bill with a fine tooth comb and hear feedback from the public. I don't think that's going to make any difference at all. But, you know, this has not been passed yet. So I guess it still has to go through that. So if people want to fight against it, they can you know, contact the representatives uh, but, uh, yeah, it looks like it's going to happen. And now maybe we can get a rendering of the stadium. I'm shocked through all of this that they couldn't pay an <laughs> artist to, to, yeah. to render this I love,
1: thing. I love how they're like, we've been talking about this months, but the A's just switched sites two weeks ago. and We don't even know what it's going to look like, but we've been working on it forever. I know they're, they've been working on the numbers. I get it, but I still think it's funny.
0: Yeah. But you usually see like a drawing or something to yeah. kind of show you what it might look like. And, you know it's funny cuz we had what it was a year year and a half ago somebody mocked up when the Tropicana site was rumored, what a stadium could look like on the Tropicana site. And it was this like over the top, had these giant baseball, I forget who did that. But uh, somebody was able to mo- throw that together on Twitter, you know, in a few minutes, why can't the A's spend a little bit of money and show the community what they're going to get? I think the answer is they don't have any idea, right? They don't have a yeah, stadium true.
1: design, you know? Yeah, so. okay, so what's your guess? Who's going to throw out the money in Vegas to get it named after them? What do you think? Who? What uh, company or casino or, or whatever? Whatever is going to name the stadium.
0: I don't know because the casinos haven't really wanted to be behind that, right? MGM has part ownership in T-Mobile Arena, didn't want to put their name on that, wanted to sell the rights. Allegiant uh, Airlines came in with the with the football stadium. So I don't know. I think it'll be some a non-casino. Southwest baseball. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of big companies that have headquarters in Southern Nevada, but I'm not sure. But I'm sure it'll be a big company and I don't think it'll be gaming related uh, for obvious reasons. I think the gaming companies want to stay away from the sports and the optics of all of that Um, but uh, you know Circa Stadium would be fun
1: yeah I mean that really does have a rhyme to it It, you know it works with what they named everything else so that would be kind of funny get it done Derek thank you for listening to this episode of the MTM
0: Vegas podcast don't forget to check us out on YouTube youtube.com forward slash miles to memories and mtmvegas.com for all of our Vegas content thanks again for listening talk to you next time